You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church at church2911.com. Here's our lead pastor, Rick Hand, with this week's message. Glad you're joining us again. And I don't know if you've been counting or not, but today is the seventh Sunday that we've been online. and We haven't had a gathering in that long. And you know, someone was talking the other day about how we're beginning to get comfortable with this. Now, I'm not saying that you like what we're having to do, uh, and not just church, but the whole economy thing, the whole lockdown and quarantine, but we're getting comfortable with it in that we're beginning to understand, okay, we do this and that, and kind of get a little bit of a routine going. So we're kind of getting comfortable, and now we're talking about opening everything back up and and, uh, ending the lockdown and, and easing some of the restrictions. It's like just as soon as you kind of get comfortable, things change again, right? Isn't that life though? Isn't that the way all of life is? Not just not just in these times. I think one of the one of the problems a lot of us are going to have is, you know, we went into this lockdown, this quarantine time, you know, kind of like a light switch, just on and off. And a lot of us are kind of thinking that we're going to go back like that same light switch, but it's really going to be more like a dimmer you know, as it just slowly comes back on. And so it's, I think really it's gonna make it harder for us to adjust coming out of this than it actually was going into it. Now, we're talking about not being able to go back to normal in this sermon series. And a person who is dealing with the same kinds of things I think that you and I did over these last few weeks is a man named Daniel in the Old Testament. And uh, he dealt with a lot of change in his life. It's like as soon as he got comfortable with one normal, another normal came into his life. So I want to go to scripture and want to read you just a little bit of an introduction of who Daniel is. And the place to find that is in the book of the Old Testament that bears his name. And we're going to go to chapter 1, beginning at verse 3. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, the chief of his court officials, to bring in some Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men without blemish, handsome, gifted in all wisdom, knowledgeable, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace and to teach them the language and literature of the Chaldeans. Among these young men were some from Judah. Daniel was one of them. Did you see all that cool stuff it said about Daniel that he had everything going for him, it seemed like. He was of nobility, uh, of a royal family. He was well-educated, able to understand. I mean, he was like Prince William and Prince Harry all rolled up into one. He had everything going for him. That is, until the Babylonian Empire stretched all the way down into Palestine. And when Jerusalem was overtaken, and was overthrown, they took these young men back to the palace. And so now Daniel, in this this awesome normal life that he had, had it turned upside down, and now he began to serve the king of Babylon. Now, he was just one of a whole bunch of people. I mean, they, they weren't just the young men and the educated men out of Jerusalem, but every place that the Babylonian empire overthrew, they took the choice young men. So Babylon was now full of these young men. And so Daniel was just one of many. But one night, the king, Nebuchadnezzar, he had a dream. And this dream so bothered him, 
he knew it had to have some meaning. But the problem was the next morning when he wanted to find out from his wise men what the dream meant, he couldn't remember the dream to tell them. So they said, well, tell us what the dream is and, and we'll be able to tell you what it means. And he thought they were just stalling for time and he was ready to kill them all. And, and so Daniel says, hey, just give me some time and the God I serve, he, he'll share this dream with me. And so God shared the dream, not just the dream itself, but also the interpretation of the dream. And the king was so blown away by that. Uh, he even actually began to worship Jehovah God himself. He didn't even know him until Daniel did this. And then there was another time that he had another dream that really shook him even more than that because Nebuchadnezzar had, had been taking a lot of the credit himself of the things that God was doing. He was exalting himself, built this big, huge idol. And so now God is going to judge him for that. And he has this dream and Daniel comes in and interprets this dream. And it happens just like Daniel said he was. And the cool thing about it is there in chapter four of the book of Daniel, and you can read it there, the link is in the sermon notes online, is that there in chapter four, Daniel's not telling this story, but the king is telling this story. And when he gets to the end of the story, he goes into this little soliloquy of, of praise and worship to Jehovah God. I mean, so this is the impact that Daniel had in this kingdom, that he wasn't just maybe helping a few people. See, he was helping the king actually come to a place of worshiping God. And so what the king did also is he elevated Daniel. He promoted him. He made him third in the kingdom because of uh, he was just so much better, like heads and shoulders above all the other young men. But kings come and go, right? And there were a, a lot of kings, even in the Babylonian empire. But the next one that we have Daniel connected to is Belshazzar. Now, when the story starts about Belshazzar, Daniel's nowhere around. You know, he was third in the kingdom, and now it's like he's a nobody again because he's not there. The king doesn't even know him. Belshazzar has this feast, and the feast gets out of hand, out of control. I mean, he's, he's doing things, basically desecrating some of the things that belong to Jehovah God. And so a hand appears, the hand of God, and writes on the wall, and everyone is shaken in the middle of this feast, and, and he doesn't know what to do. Nobody knows what the words mean. But the queen comes in, and she tells him about Daniel and about how Daniel had served the kings before him. And so Belshazzar didn't even know Daniel. Daniel was third in the kingdom, and now he's an unknown. He's in, he, he's in double exile all over again. But Daniel comes in, Daniel interprets the message on the wall, and again, he gets elevated all over again to third in the kingdom. That's the good news, but that was short-lived because the writing on the wall was actually God's judgment on Belshazzar for desecrating the things from the temple of God and for taking all the credit and not giving God any glory. And so God's judgment was that that night, the Persian empire came in and overthrew the Babylonian empire and Belshazzar died. So Daniel came back to being third in the nation, third in the kingdom, and then that night it was taken from him again because now there was a, an entirely, not just new king, but an entirely new empire. But Daniel also served in this empire. And, and this king, whose name was Darius, 
Daniel also had a great relationship with him. At the very beginning of the story, at least what we know of, Darius is setting up all these leaders and Daniel is one that he sets up as one of the leaders of 120 leaders, but, but Daniel is just so much better than everyone. He's about ready to make Daniel the second in the, in the entire kingdom. So he's gonna be just right under himself. But this is a story, perhaps you've heard about it, Daniel and the lion's den, that's where this comes to pass is because as he's being promoted and elevated and the king is ready to make him second in the nation, some people are jealous. They don't like it. You know, Daniel seems to always get the plum jobs, always get, always get promoted and lifted up. And so they orchestrate this plot, this plan to get Daniel thrown in the lion's den. But God miraculously delivers him. And the king is so excited because the king didn't want to throw Daniel in the lion's den. And he's so excited, he ends up the next day because Daniel has been delivered, throwing Daniel's enemies into the lion's den. And then he does elevate Daniel to second in the kingdom. And then this king also gives glory to God. And he doesn't just do it himself, but he actually requires everyone in the kingdom, everyone in the Persian kingdom to give glory to Jehovah God, the God that Daniel served. Daniel had the ups and the downs. I, I, I mean, he had the promotions and then he was, he was forgotten. He was, he was in exile away from Jerusalem. Then he was in exile away from the king. The king didn't even know him. All these things going on. Yet Daniel, the word of God says, Daniel continued and continued and continued to have success. How do you do that when your world just keeps being turned upside down on you? How, how do you keep rolling with the punches time and time and time again? We need to take some lessons from Daniel. I bet you would agree with me, right? Let me ask you a question. How many of you right now, you might even want to raise your hand wherever you're watching this. How many of you can say over the last seven weeks or so, that we've been in quarantine. How many of you can say you've had some good things happen to you in those seven weeks? Okay, let me ask you another question. In that same time span, how many of you can say, maybe raise your hand, and you could say, I've also had some bad things happen during those seven weeks? You know, I think probably most of us would have raised our hand both times because that's life. Good things happen to us in life, bad things happen to us in life. And we have to be able to weather the storms, to hang on to what we know, to believe God, no matter how things are going in our life, no matter what our feelings tell us, no matter what our emotions tell us, whether we get to hang out with our buddies and friends or not, whether we get to go out and eat at a restaurant or not, or, or if we do like I did today and go to Panda Express and back into a parking space and, and, and eat it or, you know, right out of my lap, you know? No matter what's going on in our life, we have to be able to roll the punches. Daniel did, and he didn't just do it in a way of getting through and getting by and just, just barely making it. He was successful, the Word of God says. So what are the things? Here, let's wrap this up. What are the things Daniel did to be successful no matter what his normal was in his life at the time. The first thing is this, he never let go of his integrity. All the way back 
to chapter one. And the, and the scripture reference is there online in the online notes if you want to look at it with me. All the way back to chapter one, when he, when he was being told, here's what you're going to do. He said, I can't do this. And then God blessed him above everyone else because he said, I can't do that. He maintained his integrity. You know, I mentioned real quick last week about coping mechanisms. If we're not careful, these times that we have, we can get depressed, we can get discouraged. We're missing so many things in our life and we reach for something to fill the voids, coping mechanisms. If we're not careful, we can go to some of those things and those are the things that can just rip out the integrity of our life. You know, it's been said a lot of times that integrity is what you do when nobody else is watching. And in this time of quarantine and self-isolation, not a lot of people are watching everything we're doing. It's real easy. It's real easy to go to a coping mechanism. It's real easy to, to lose some of that integrity. Don't lose your integrity during this time. That's, more, that's one of the first things Daniel did to make sure that he was not just gonna get through this time, but he was going to be successful during this time. Also, he didn't forget his friends because when he was first elevated to that third position in the kingdom, he, he had a lot of, lot of stuff thrown on his shoulders. And so he needed to find some people to take some of it off of him. And so you know what he did? He found three other Jewish young men, just like him, his brothers, you and I, we call them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he presented them to the king so that they could help him rule. He remembered his brothers. He remembered his friends. He remembered his family during this time. So during this time, think about, think about the people around you, those that, those that are struggling. Who's struggling in your family? Who's struggling in your world? Who is struggling in your circles? Don't forget them in this time because it's so easy to let this all be about us, right? It's about me. This is what I'm going through. What, but you know what? Everybody else is going through it also. And there's somebody probably depending on you to remember them. Thirdly, Daniel was a man of prayer. And even when his prayer life was challenged, Daniel kept praying. When praying meant he was going to be judged, he was going to be punished, he kept praying. You and I have more time to spend with God right now than we probably ever had in our life. Let's not let prayer slip away. Let's bear down in some prayer right now. Let's talk to God even more. Go to Him and search in a deeper way for Him. This was one of the five things I want to throw at you that Daniel did to not just get through again, but to be successful. And fourthly, here's what Daniel did. He made sure God got the credit. It would have been easy for Daniel to take the robe, as was mentioned they put on him, to, to take the, the jewelry that they gave to him. It had been really easy for Daniel to take all of that and just sit on a throne and, and say, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did it. But he was always very careful. Look at scriptures. You'll see it. He was always very careful to make sure God gets the credit. That, it, that in all of these things, if I'm successful, I'm not successful just because I'm the brightest or I'm the smartest or I'm the, I'm the best looking. I'm, I'm successful because of what God has invested in me and how he helps me 
to make it happen. And finally, the fifth thing that Daniel did to be successful in the middle of all these problems and all these changes in his life was he prophesied. Now, a lot of people consider Daniel a prophet and you and I, when we hear the word prophet or prophecy, we think of someone who's foretelling the future. But the word prophecy just means to tell what God has said. Like when we tell somebody what God has said in his word, that's prophecy. But when God speaks something to us and we share it with someone, that's prophecy. And I know we think Daniel did it on such a higher level than we did because God told him stuff nobody else knew. But still, when God tells us there's someone in your life that needs to hear, I care about them today. And you tell them that's prophecy. When, when God tells you, hey, now would be a good time to share with this person that Jesus died for their sins, and you tell them that, that's prophecy because it's just speaking what God has spoken. But let me show you something even more awesome about this time of prophecy in Daniel's life. In those first six chapters of the book of Daniel, we have all these awesome stories, right? The ones we've really been talking about today. There are six more chapters after that. And when you look at that, a lot of times it looks like, okay, this all happened. And then all of a sudden Daniel starts having all these visions and dreams and God speaking to him and telling him all this cool stuff. But if you look at the beginning of those chapters, chapter seven, eight, nine, you'll see that Daniel is telling us exactly when this happened. And he, Daniel has five visions during this time. And four of them, you know when they happened? They happened during the early days of the reign of Belshazzar, when Daniel had been forgotten. They didn't happen when Daniel was on the throne. They didn't happen when he had that robe and, and jewelry and everything. They happened when he had been forgotten. And so when he had been forgotten, maybe in, in this time that you and I have right now, this could be our greatest opportunity to really go somewhere in our spiritual walk with Jesus, to go somewhere in, in our plans and in our future and our hopes and our dreams, if we'll just do these right things. Don't lose them. Don't let go of them. Hang on tight to them. Keep doing what's right day after day, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Just keep doing the right things. Let me pray with you, okay? And let's close this out today. Father, I love you and I thank you, Lord, for stories like Daniel that just remind us and that if he could do it in the way he had to do it, in the places he had to do it, God, we, we can do this too, God. Help us, Lord, not lose our integrity during this time. Help us, Lord, to, to not forget our friends during this time. Help us, God, to just bear down in our prayer life, God, in talking to you. Help us to be careful about giving you credit for everything that you're doing right now. And God, help us, Lord, to just speak your word to somebody that needs to hear you care about them, that you see what they're going through right now. And God, I want to say that to someone right now, that I know you see what they're going through. And I pray, God, over everyone listening, God, for the struggles that they have, for the fears that they're going through, God, for the, the, the sicknesses that may be in their family, for the financial needs that are there. God, I pray your blessings on each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you need prayer, we'd love to pray with you. You can email our prayer team at prayer at church2911.com or text us at 205-476-2911. 
You can learn more about our church by visiting church2911.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. Thanks for listening to the 2911 Sermons Podcast. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.